Hi, welcome to the Fearless Freedom Podcast. My name is Carla Lancaster, and I am your host. This podcast is created to help women who feel stuck in life, disconnected from their desires, and who crave to live a life of daily adventure. If that sounds like you, then you, my friend, are in good company. I am finally ready to face my own fears and to push through in order to create a life of freedom. Are you ready to join me? Let's go to the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Fearless Freedom Podcast, and I am so excited for my guest today. I have Brenda Munson, and Brenda... Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. This is like amazing to be here right now. Yes. We've been talking about doing this for some time now, so I'm so excited. Um, You guys, Brenda is one of my close friends, but she is also such a gifted teacher and so gifted in all the things that she's going to share with us today. Um, And so I'm so excited to share you with my audience. Um, so Brenda, who are you? What do you do? Big questions. (laughs) Who am I? Um, so I am, let's just start with the basics. I am a mommy. I am a wife. I am also a teacher of feminine movement and, um, I teach women and all femme-identified humans how to fall back in love with their bodies through sensual movement and flow. It's amazing. That's pretty much what I do. Yes. Um, Where and how did you get started on this work? Tell me your journey. Start from the beginning. (sighs) Mainly because I want to know a lot of it. I know a lot of your (laughs) current journey, but I want to know kind of the beginning. Um, Because so for... Those of you that don't know, I've taken many of classes from Brenda and she creates such a beautiful space to really start to explore how to kind of start to love the skin that you're in and the body that you're in. And um, it's been pretty pivotal, pivotal in my own life of kind of just my own journey of self-love and acceptance. And um, I've only known you in this amazing <laughs> Space that you've been in on your journey. So I'm just so mm. curious to know what was your life before you kind of embarked on this? Were you always super confident with your sensuality or how did that kind of come about? Yeah. Well, let's see. I will start. So um, I found a movement called S Factor in 2011 it was december of 2011 and bef- and i will get to that in a minute but before i found s factor my life before um it was fine it was i was going through life doing what i felt i was supposed to do and in my body i felt like I don't know how to describe it. I feel like now that I'm on the other side, I can see it more clearly, but I just feel like I was really closed off to my body. I didn't really embrace my body. I was very, very negative to my body, Um, especially with the words that I would say to myself in my head every time I looked in the mirror. Like, I feel like anybody would have called like 
some kind of service on me with the words (laughs) that I was talking and saying to myself because it was horrible. Um, And yeah, and I think also in relationships, I didn't really know who I was or what I was necessarily about or even how to be an independent version of myself. Um, So let's fast forward a little bit to 2011 um, when living social was a thing. (laughs) And I um, found a, I was living in San Francisco at the time. Actually, I was living in Berkeley at the time um, and working in San Francisco, but I found a living social deal for S factor. It was like two classes for like the price of one or something. And I was like, this is awesome. I had heard about S factor years before in like 2004 when I was living in LA going to school and, um, and I got my friend, one of my best friends, to also buy the Living Social deal with me. And I was like, okay, you have to come with me. This is a pole dancing class. Like, let's mm. just try it, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes, and for those of you that don't know, S Factor is a soulful and intuitive style of pole dancing. And it's amazing. So we'll get <laughs> to that in just a minute. But, um, yeah, so I... The day that I was supposed to go to class, my friend bailed on me. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> and I will die if she's listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then actually my um, my tire, when I was on my way to class, my tire, like there literally a wrench popped my tire as I was driving there. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what in the world? So I had to reschedule. So... <laughs> I was like, I was so determined to get to this class. So finally I rescheduled. I didn't care if my friend came or not. So I went and I walk into this room and you just, you can imagine um, this really low lit room with lots of candles Mm. and um, dark, dark curtains everywhere and red light. So there's red light everywhere and it was so intimate and all the mats were laid out in a circle ready for you to just sit on. So I walk in and, um, and it was amazing within the first 15 minutes, I knew that this had already changed my life and that I was definitely going to teach this. Mm. (laughs) So what I learned was, um, and my biggest takeaway from that very first class was I remember the teacher, we were laying on our backs and my ankles were crossed. Um, I had my legs up and my ankles were crossed. And I just remember um, the teacher inviting us to gaze at our very own ankles and view the delicate curves of our ankles and like appreciate the curves that are even there. And I hadn't even thought that there were curves on my ankles ever mm. before. And that was just a really, really beautiful that was one of the most powerful experiences from that class was like, oh my gosh, my body has curves because mm. I'm pretty slender. Um, and to take, to like realize that even my body type can have curves was like really powerful to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you guys hear my dogs in the background, I'm so sorry. <laughs> They are not to interrupt. I'm so sorry, Brenda. They are, they are so cute trying to play. And I <laughs> thought they would be quiet little 
things. <laughs> Apparently not today. Um, all right. So you started with S Factor. Mm -hmm. And um, did you... Uh, like continue taking these classes? Did you just jump right to teaching? What was your journey with that? Should we pause? Okay, so you started your journey with S Factor after your first class. Kind of what happened? Did you continue taking classes or just start teaching right away? How did that work? Yeah, so it was December of 2011, and I it was interesting because at that time in my life, I had just finished grad school. I had just landed my first job. I think I had been um, with my job for maybe like three or four months. Mm. Um, and I knew I had to make it work to take classes because this was going to change my life. And I knew it already had already changed my life mm. walking out of my very first class. So I... <sighs> even though I couldn't really afford it because it was like a 200 plus dollar a month membership. Mm. Um, I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to make this work, but I'm just, I'm going to. Mm -hmm. And my very first eight week series, I paid for out of pocket, the, the whole thing somehow. And then the next um, thing I know they were offering um, an opportunity for you to work a little bit in the studio and then you could get like half off your membership. Mm. So it was like a, I think they call it like a work study program. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yes, sign me up. <laughs> so I did that. And I think I was like restocking shoes and clothes and stuff like mm. that for a while. Um, but I made it work and it was the most important, one of the most important decisions I have ever made in my life. It mm. was so profound to go through those, um, let's see, it was about, I think six months of classes mm -hmm. that I did before I did teacher training. And I'll talk about that in a second. But the biggest thing that I um, learned in those first six months was how asleep my body was, mm. how asleep my senses were. I didn't even know I wasn't breathing to my full capacity that I possibly could. Um, we talk in S Factor a lot about moving slowly so that you can actually feel the texture like in between, um, I don't know, on the floor, let's pretend, like the texture in between the floorboards or mm. if your hand is going um, – like across your shorts, like what does the fabric actually feel like under your fingertips? And it's really, it made me wake up my body like in a way that I had never felt before. Mm. It was almost like I could feel everything. I could smell everything. I could see everything. So I was also really into Twilight at one point in my life. <laughs> We've all been there, right? <laughs> And I felt like in the, so in the movie, I think it's this, uh, it's the last movie. When she becomes a vampire. When she becomes a vampire. Oh, I knew you were going to go there. Right? <laughs> and she can see the dust particles in the yes. air. That's how I felt when I started taking more and more classes. Mm. It was like everything was so much more vibrant. I could feel everything and, and t even to like eating lunch, eating, mm. to eating dinner, whatever I was eating. It, it just like 
I could devour, I could just taste every little thing because I felt like I was moving slower in life. Mm. I was experiencing everything and not, I, well, this is what happened. I was able to become more present in mm. my, in my everyday life and take pleasure mm. in everything that I was doing. Even if it was walking down the street, I could find a way to like sway my hips in a way that felt really good to me. Or even I I think that I threw away half of my closet too. Mm. Everything that didn't feel good on my body, I was completely done with. If it didn't feel good on my skin, I never wore it again. It was like done. Oh my God. (laughs) That is amazing. I I recently kind of started to do that a little bit with my clothes. I'm like, does this make me feel good? Um, I don't think I've been focusing on like the actual touch against my skin, although I kind of want to visit that now, but it's more like, does this make me feel beautiful? Do I feel confident? And kind of just starting to weed out the things that don't. So it's like, why would I, why would I hold on to that? Yeah. And it's so funny that a pole dancing class brought me to the place where I was throwing out things in my closet that didn't feel good on my everyday body. Like that's why to me, S factor is so much more deeper than just a pole studio. Mm -hmm. It's like, it it can change your life and it does. Okay. Let's back up. Yes. Pole dancing. (laughs) For those that don't know S factor. Yes. So there is a pole dance element to this dance movement. Oh, yes. (laughs) Tell me a little bit more about what goes on in that classroom. Mm. How does this teach you these things? Yeah. Well, to me, and really one of the messages from S-Factor is that the pole is actually just a tool. It is absolutely a tool, and we redefine it Mm -hmm. in those in those four walls, in that safe space, like we really redefine what it is. So when you think of pole dancing, um, there, I feel like tends to be a lot of taboo around it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it can be a very presentational thing and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. There is so, there is so much beauty in presentational dancing and there's, it's everywhere and gorgeous. And S factors, mission more is about it's not presentational in this space it's definitely more for you if you imagine taking out viewers Mm -hmm. from a pole dancing experience and it all and it becomes just for you and what feels good in your body we also don't have any mirrors in the studio Mm. which is a huge huge thing Mm -hmm. because we all get that little voice in the back of our head when we get in front of a mirror Mm -hmm. so when you take away mirrors you take you know you turn down lights becomes a lot safer for you Mm. to explore these different stretches and these different movements in your body that you might otherwise feel a little bit self-conscious doing. Yeah. Um, so having said that, it's not all about the pole too. Mm-hmm. Right. So we do, um, there's like a 40 minute to 50 minute warm up before we even touch the pole. And that is to just really get you in tune with yourself, really get you in tune with your body, your body's desires, waking up your body, waking up your senses. Um, and only then after that, do we start to like play on the pole. And then after we play on the pole for a little bit, we start to get everybody into dancing, 
um, for themselves for like the last part of class. It's Mm -hmm. all about doing a three or four minute dance. That's like all for you. And you have this amazing group of women supporting you and watching you and witnessing you. Mm. Um, and it's really powerful. Is it scary though? For oh, your first it's time? Scary like that sounds scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like to have people witness you. Yeah. So we definitely build up to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, so all of the classes are eight weeks long, or I should say each level is about eight weeks long, eight to mm. 16 weeks. I think they changed it recently. Um, and I think it's not until level three that you start to play with, um, so, okay, let me backtrack in level one and two, you definitely dance as a group as a whole and you Mm -hmm. learn a routine and you have a basic language. And then starting in level three, you've done the routine over and over and over so much that you start to get very comfortable with pulling away from the routine Mm -hmm. And you start to dance in smaller groups. So instead of like 12 women, you might be dancing with like three or four women. Mm -hmm. And then um, there will always be like three to four women on the dance floor from then on for the rest of your experience Mm -hmm. in the studio. But you kind of each do your own thing. And whoever's song it is, that becomes like the main dancer. And she gets rain like over Mm -hmm. the space. So... And then you have this beautiful, amazing sisterhood that you've cultivated and created throughout your journey together. And mm. that it, that support feels so solid. Yeah. yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> I'm sure so many other people are like, yes, please. Where yeah. can I get that? Yeah. Well, hopefully oh. coming in 2019 to Portland. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. So thank you for breaking that down yeah. for me. <laughs> Um, so then you started, uh, teaching. Oh yeah. That. Right. <laughs> that, that comes next. Is that what, where so your journey of, yes. led you to? Yes. <laughs> so I, um, so I knew that this was absolutely meant for me to teach mm. before I found S factor. Also, I would like to say that I was doing quite a bit of yoga. I was doing yoga like three to four days a week. Mm. Um, I, even though I was in grad school, I was ready to drop out and teach yoga full time. (laughs) Like I was Mm. so done with my major. Um, but I pushed all the way through to the end Mm -hmm. and then I found S Vector. So when I found S Vector, I was like, fuck yoga. This is what I want to (laughs) do. Not that there's anything wrong with yoga. I still love yoga and still do it. But for sure, this was like my calling. I knew in my blood that this is what I was meant to teach. Mm. So I, um, I knew the teacher training was coming up and it was way more than I could possibly afford. It was, Mm. um, but I knew I had to, I knew I had to do it and I I figured out a way and I was like, okay, I'm just going to submit my application and we'll just go from there. And there was no turning back after that. Mm. I fully embraced it. I even, the schedule for teacher training was 12 weeks long, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and full days. Mm. And so I had just started this new job, but I asked if I could work four 10 hour days so that I could have Fridays off. So I could do this other thing that I wanted to do for three months. Yes. (laughs) So we made it work. I totally made it work. And 
it has been the most amazing wild ride of my experience of my life to experience guiding women and all, like I said, all femme identified humans through this, um, awakening of sensuality to their bodies, mm. awakening connection to the, to your own body. It, there's nothing like it to be able to witness somebody becoming comfortable and alive in their body. Mm. It's magic. It is amazing. And I, it is my passion. Mm. So good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert, I'll talk more about it later, but I have maybe already said this, but I've been in Brenda's classes and Mm. she is just truly gifted and holding such a safe space for people to explore this side of them. It is beautiful. Thank you. We definitely start in baby steps. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I would love, before I kind of share with all of you guys, my experience, um, I would love to kind of talk about, because I think that when we talk about pole dancing or sensuality, sexuality and sensuality is always so like wrapped up together and they're similar, but I would love to kind of maybe start the conversation of what the difference is between sensuality and sexuality. Um, Because I think that a lot of people don't understand the difference and are pretty scared, really, or nervous or intimidated by the idea of becoming more sensual. Um, Yeah, I would love to know your thoughts around this. Yeah, this is... This is a powerful thing because I feel like sometimes when I say, oh, sensuality or let's connect to your senses or Mm -hmm. let's connect to your sensuality, it throws people off. And I'm so, and I get so confused sometimes because I guess I've just been in this world so long that I understand the difference between sensuality and sexuality. But I feel like the broader, I don't know, audience may not. Mm -hmm. So to me, well, I think our culture really yeah. wraps the two of them up and they don't uh, they don't allow them to be two separate things. Like I don't it's just yeah, it's the dynamics of the world that we live in right now. So Absolutely. I think when we're trying to shift a new paradigm, it's easy to get lost in that and be like, "Oh yeah, not everybody sees it this way." Yeah. So when I think of sensuality, I think of awakening your senses, your sight, your sense of smell, your sense of taste, your sense of touch, right? Um, All of those things are your senses and that is your sensuality. When When you are fully alive in your sensuality, your senses are, if you imagine like a dial, and on a scale of like one to 10, your sensuality can be dialed all the way up to the loudest to 10 when you are fully, fully alive in your mm. sensuality. Um, and that includes like, like I was telling you about my closet, like mm. throwing away stuff that didn't feel good. That is me living in my sensuality mm-hmm. because I do not wish to have any clothing on me that does not feel good on, you know, on my skin super sensitive to texture in that way mm-hmm. now. So more than I was ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and to me, sexuality 
sexuality, I feel like sensuality can lead to sexuality mm-hmm. without sensuality. I think it can be difficult or challenging to feel sexual or to have sexual feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's possible, but I think it can be challenging. Mm-hmm. So it's also sexuality can also be more erotic. It can be, um, you know, arousal. It can be a desire for sexual stimulation. Um, so those, to me, that's sort of the difference between mm-hmm. sensuality and sexuality. There doesn't have to be sexuality in sensuality, but mm. sensuality can lead to sexuality. Yeah. So if I'm understanding this correctly, it seems like sensuality, like you can have become a more sensual person when you are more heightened to what brings you pleasure with maybe it's taking warm baths with candles because you like the smells and the, the warmth. warmth of the, mm-hmm. the water and kind of how that all feels within your body or on your body. Yeah. Um, you know, or really slowing down and having like enjoyable food and having it presented in a beautiful way or being surrounded by beautiful things. Um, it's more like awakening your sensuality. Absolutely. Whereas like sexuality is maybe more you're craving like an erotic nature around yourself or sexual yeah. arousal. Yes. Whereas yeah. like if I'm taking a warm bath, that could lead to sexual arousal. Absolutely it could. <laughs> but it also could lead to just pleasure and enjoyment yes. in that moment. Absolutely. And it can just give you – I think when you allow yourself to have these pleasurable moments – where you get to um, dial up your senses or like mm-hmm. turn up the dial on your senses. I mean, um, where it's, we can use the bath, for example, like lighting candles that smell really good um, and having like a really warm water on your skin, like all of that. <laughs> Sorry, I totally forgot what I was saying. So I feel like this is a really um, great way for me to kind of segue into the first time I experienced a class with you, because this was the first time I experienced this type of pleasure that we're talking about that wasn't for somebody else or wasn't to lead to sexual arousal. Mm. Arousal? Arousal? Arousal. Arousal, guys. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, So little background about this. So Brenda and I know each other because our husbands are good college friends. Mm. And when my husband and I, we were dating at the time, we went to San Francisco to meet you guys and hang out for the weekend. And Brenda was teaching an S-Factor class, like an intro class. And so she invited Hey, invited me if I wanted to go. Which I think is so funny because it was the first time (laughs) that I had met you and I was like, hey, come to this pole dancing class. Yes. Which I'm teaching. Had never considered really like attending a pole dancing class. Honestly, I didn't even really know that they existed. I don't think. Um, like I'd seen, I knew about pole dancing, but I'd never really known it to be something that just the everyday person could go and experience. 
And so you presented that and I was like, okay, like I'm pretty game to like try new things. And I was like pretty terrified, but also kind of interested and intrigued by it. Um, So I was like, why not? Like worst case scenarios, I'm in a city that I don't know anybody and I won't have to see anybody again if I just look like a fool. So that's good. So the fact that I was in a new city kind of helps to test it out. But let me tell you, I go in and it's described as she was saying earlier, the room is just super warm and inviting with the low lights and the mats already there. So I go and I have my space and I knew there was going to be poles, but I don't know that I knew a lot about what to expect. We might've talked a little bit about it, but not really. And so we start, and as she described earlier, you start with this like really yummy, like 40 minute warm up where you're just kind of starting to encourage your body to move and for me, it was in a completely new way of, I had done some yoga, but I've never really, I've never really moved my body in the way that I was being prompted to in this class. You know, even if it's just as simple as um, um, some like bridges, but like moving your hips around or being invited to touch the curves of my body, to touch my calf, to touch my thighs, or, you know, my chest, or um, my neck, or play in my hair. Like, outside of a bedroom setting, that was not something that I had ever really experienced or played with, Um, probably much like when you did your first class. And It was one of those, there was times where I felt so awkward and uncomfortable. I mean, at one, okay guys, at one moment, there was like some hip thrusting, maybe a little like grind. You might have been like spread your legs and own all the things that you have of your body where I was just like, whoa, I didn't really know how to. In a room full of strangers. Yes. (laughs) in a room full of strangers, but everybody was doing it. So it didn't seem as crazy as maybe it could have. I don't know. So I did it and it, but it just really was this totally new experience in my own body that I had never had before. And like I said, there was moments that I definitely felt awkward But there is also moments where I felt so good and I was just like, wow, I have never really experienced pleasure, sensuality, and like it really was a heightened of my senses, of my own body, of the smells, of the atmosphere. Um, You know, they make you really slow down and like feel the textures around you. And I never really slowed down to notice those things before, especially outside of the bedroom, especially when it was for nobody else except for your own personal experience and enjoyment or pleasure. Mm. And then we got on the polls and that was fascinating to me and it was super fun. you Again, you feel kind of like a deer learning how to walk at first, kind of clunky, might fall a little, but then you're like, oh, I'm feeling good. And I remember like taking my first spins around the pole and after you like took this little video of me doing my little spin I totally around the forgot pole. About that. Yes, yes, I still have it somewhere. And what's funny is I look back at it and I was like, oh, 
clearly I was like a deer learning how to stand on its little legs. I could, it was less it than was perfect. So beautiful. And it was so beautiful. Yet I felt like a million dollars. Like I felt like if there was people there to watch, they'd be throwing hundred dollar bills at me, you know, like that's how I felt walking out of that class was that I just felt so powerful really. And so connected. And it was a very new experience for me and I loved it. And so I came back home to Portland and immediately started looking for pole studios because I was like, yes, I love that. I want more of it. Yeah. A and door completely cracked open. For yes. You. Wide open, actually. Wide open. I kicked that door open. I was like, oh my God, this thing is amazing. And it really has been a pivotal moment for me as mm. I looked back over where the paths have led me since that one class and how that has led me to coming to terms and acceptance with my own body and experiencing pleasure, you know, outside of the bedroom and inside, but outside of the bedroom, like just for myself, when it comes to, um, even dance and movement, I've realized how much my body loves that and craves just slowing down and moving. And I've I've never been a dancer. I didn't grow up taking dance classes or anything of that nature. So neither did I. Yes. <laughs> so it's like it can be for anybody. We aren't two girls that grew up dancing and now we're these sexy mamas. That's not <laughs> I mean it is the case. But yeah. It's not because we are these trained people, but it's just learning how and allowing your body to move in whatever way feels good. And really, it's not about what you look like. It's about the feeling that it brings you on the inside. Um, So I can't thank you enough for Mm. introducing me to this tool or this way of being in your own skin because it really has changed um, so much of how I view myself or how I've lived my life from that moment and kind of this journey that I've been on um, up until now. And so I just find it to be such a beautiful thing. And I want more and more women to feel this way and to be able to tap into this type of pleasure for themselves. Yeah. And yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. Thank uh, you. It's so good. Um, so I feel like we should kind of share our big news, our announcement. Yes. Because we are both um, equally passionate about women experiencing this. And Absolutely. I mean, this podcast, I've been on my own personal journey with all kinds of things and finding more freedom in my own life. And one of the ways that I've been able to find that freedom is through experiencing more pleasure and allowing more pleasure into my life. And pleasure, again, isn't all about sex, guys. It is about just pure enjoyment of your surroundings or your life experience. Like I love that you were talking earlier about you just could take pleasure in like walking down the street and just what it feels like in your own body. And that's what I feel like this year has been kind of really me breaking out of my shell of how do I just find so much pleasure in the everyday that makes life feel like an adventure, really. And I will tell you, 
I absolutely live differently in my body Mm. um, since finding movement like this to the point where even if I'm sitting at my desk, I can find so much pleasure in just digging my feet down into the ground or stretching my toes and my shoes Mm. or even doing a small little rib circle in my chair just to give me that connection to my body, to like acknowledge her, to, and to feel my body. Mm -hmm. We can get so, especially if you sit at a desk all day, Mm -hmm. we can get really stuck in, and in our chairs and in our bodies and, um, feel really stiff. Yeah. And finding moments even to get up, even if I have to go use the restroom or something to do a hip circle in the bathroom, Mm. nobody's there, nobody's watching, but I find moments to, to seek out pleasure in my everyday Mm -hmm. life. Absolutely. And I feel like everybody can, Mm -hmm. everybody can find those moments. I love that. Even in a public restroom at the airport, you can still find it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Preach. Yes. Um, so beautiful. So we uh, have decided to partner up and yeah. we are hosting our very first workshop together. I mean, you've done lots of workshops. However, it's my first one. So <laughs> everybody get excited. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Um, so if you are in the Portland area, we would love to invite you to join us. If this mm-hmm. at all sounds like something that you want to explore or have more of in your life, um, this is open to any and all that feel called to kind of start this journey with us. Um, do you want to talk about it? Sure. Yeah, so it's called Finding Pleasure in Your Everyday Life. Yes. And it's going to be on, get this, December 31st on New Year's Eve. Woo. Yeah. Before so, you go to your New Year's Eve parties, you yeah. can come and get so much pleasure and with get us. connected yes. to yourself. And we are going to, so it's going to be from six to nine mm-hmm. at North Portland Yoga. And um, it's, it's going to start off with movement. We're going to have a lot of journaling exercises Carla's mm-hmm. going to speak a lot about pleasure, um, and we're just going to discover and redefine what it means to you and how you can find it in your everyday life. Yes, and it, a lot of this awakening of the senses that Brenda was sharing earlier, we'll explore a lot mm-hmm. of that, like how do we, let's go back to Twilight, guys, we've all, <laughs> we've all watched it, don't be ashamed, but how do you you know, have that heightened senses where you're like, oh, I never realized these small details that were on my body or the way this shirt, you know, feels against my skin or I don't know. It's Even endless. picking it's up an endless. orange and being like, wow, the, the texture of this orange yes. looks so good on my hand. Like even moments like that. We're going to give you so many tools. And it's really like slowing down. Like I feel like our culture is so busy. We are all so stressed out and working so hard, such long days. Everybody is grinding and hustling. And so it's really going against that and then giving yourself permission to really slow down and enjoy these small pleasurable moments every ounce of pleasure that you can bring in is really what it's all about because why are we 
working so hard? Why are we living these crazy, stressful lives if we can't take a second to pause and enjoy the small, little, pleasurable moments every single fucking day? This is the only body that you get. Absolutely. Yes. The only body that you get for this lifetime. Like, let's live in pleasure in your body. Let's make it fun. Let's make it joyful. Let's make it, um, let's make it pleasurable. Yes. I love this. I literally cannot wait. Um, so to paint more of the picture, it's going to be very intimate. It's going to be, I just know that the women that are going to come to this is going to be so supportive and Mm. so, um, kind and inclusive to everybody. I just know that it's going to be Really, I've been exploring a lot of what does sisterhood mean and what does it look like and what does it feel like. And I really think that with this space, we're going to bring in these wonderful people that truly want sisterhood even. And I'm so excited to kind of connect and start that community that want to take a stand for their own pleasure, that want to slow down in this crazy life and have these beautiful women to connect to. So I encourage you, if that sounds like something that interests you at all, get a hold of us um, because we would love to have you join us for this wonderful event on New Year's Eve. Like I just cannot think of a better way to start the new year. I know for me, I'm kind of claiming 2019 to be the year of pleasure and the year of more, but with ease. Right? Like, I'm not going to be striving and working my tail off and not being able to enjoy anything. I want to enjoy every second. I want to have pleasure every day and be reminded to slow down and to enjoy the little things. And I just am so excited. Like, really, this workshop is just so selfish. Selfishly for because us. Because <laughs> I just can't think of a better way to spend my New Year's Eve yeah. and ring in the new year with such a bold stance of this is what I'm claiming for this next year and I'm going to own it in such a big way. And standing in the middle of like a group of powerful feminine support is going to be everything. Stepping into 2019 that way, I cannot imagine a better way. Yeah, I cannot wait. It's going to be so juicy. Mm. So good. Uh, so anyways, we'll stop ranting about it, but seriously, if you're in the Portland area, you should join us. Um, and we'll give some details in a little bit here. Um, so what I want to wrap up with is I want people to be able to connect with you. Um, first of all, you not only, uh, teach S factor, but you also teach other forms of dance. I do. Yeah. Tell us about that. So um, currently I am teaching a movement modality called liquid motion. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful style of movement. There's a lot of windows and threading and sequential movement. Um, the movements together are so beautiful and are endless. Mm-hmm. So currently I'm on break for the month of December, but I am going to be starting to teach up again in January. Mm-hmm. So my next class is going to be January 12th, mm-hmm. 2019. And it's going to be, I'm, I moved to a new studio. It's going to be at Soma space in the Hollywood district here in Portland. 
So I will be teaching the second and fourth Saturday of every month. Yes, I'm so excited. And again, I have been taking her liquid motions classes, <laughs> so I can say that they are amazing and this really yummy floor work. And um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. It's been really, really great. So Thank you should you. join us too in January. Yes. And I hope, hope, hope that I will be able to bring S Factor to Portland this year. So stay yes. tuned and watch Let's out just for that. Squash hope. Let's just say it's going to happen. So I'm going to be bringing S yes. Factor to Portland in 2019. Yes. Cause I need it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm when, all very selfish. And you are not the only person that has no. told me that. So it's coming. Yes. Stay tuned. Um, All right, Brenda. So first, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Love having Mm -hmm. you in my life. And as a collaborator on this workshop together, it's just going to be so beautiful. Thank you. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Where can everybody stay connected to you? Where can they find you? Yeah, I will just give my website. You can find everything you need to know there and how to contact me as well. So it's Mm flowingfeminine.com. Oh, actually, it's Mm flowing-feminine.com. Yeah, so find me there. And also, well, you can find, yeah, shows your Instagram. Great. You already said that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys. Well, we are going to wrap that up on that note. Thank you again, Brenda, so much for being here. And I hope everybody has a beautiful day. Thank you. And that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, please feel free to leave a review, a thought, a kind word, some encouragement um, for this episode. And if you want to know about any upcoming episodes, uh, please hit subscribe so you don't miss out on a single one. Uh, You can also find me on Instagram. If you want to connect um, with me more, please come on over there and follow. I am at uh, Fearless Freedom Podcast on Instagram. All right, guys, until next time, have a good one.